need you, Lord. Thank you. You're here this morning, Lord, filling us with your hope, pouring yourself into our hearts, into our lives. You're an amazing God, Lord. His focus and attention is on us this morning. Thank you for the hope that you give us, God. Thank you for the promises you have for us. I just pray over each and every person here this morning that you'd fill their lives with the promises of heaven this morning. Fill us with your thoughts toward us, your intentions for us. We're open to your Holy Spirit. Come on, just open your heart to him for a moment longer. He's pouring in this morning. You weren't sure why you came to church this morning, but he came with an agenda, and it was to pour into your life. It was to raise you up. It was to restore to you strength and promise. So good. Look up into the heavens who created the stars. He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not one single one is missing. O Jacob, how can you say that the Lord does not see your troubles? O Israel, how could you say that the Lord ignores your rights? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weary. He never grows weak. No one can measure the depths of his understanding, for he gives power to the weak and he gives strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired. And young men will fall in exhaustion, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles, and they will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and will not faint. If that's you this morning and you just need the refreshing strength of God in your life, just close your eyes, open your heart to Him right now. I believe in this moment he's bringing an anointing into the room, into the service and into your life for empowering, empowering and filling and empowering you, restoring strength that has faded, giving you a step again and a walk in Jesus' name. Come Holy Spirit, find every open heart this morning, everyone that is in need this morning. We draw near to you. You said if we draw near to you, you will renew our strength. Renew our strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being here, Holy Spirit. Thank you for making yourself available to us. So many other things you could be doing this morning, but you're here and you're with us. Lord, not let, do not let one person go home tired, drained, stressed, weary. Lord, may we encounter your presence that changes everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you take a seat? Is that for anybody here this morning? Or just me? Good. Good to see a few people that needed that. 
Oh, he's good. Are you ready for this? Anybody else ready for this? I mean, this is, this is his word now. This is what he thinks. This is what he said. Nothing else should get us more excited. What's God, the creator of all things, got to say to us this morning? Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. They will walk and not faint. They will take steps and they will not tire. This morning I've titled this message, A Step in the Right Direction. A Step in the Right Direction. We're all going to be taking steps in the right direction after this morning. In the next 20 minutes or so, you're going to be determined that he is empowering you to actually walk, to take steps. I think of Jesus when he was walking the earth and uh, he performed many signs and wonders, many miracles, many healings. Uh, But the ones that seem to be common throughout scriptures, the ones you read of often was that he um, healed the blind, he caused the lame to walk, and he healed uh, the leper. They were the things that when, when John's disciples came and said, you know, are you the Messiah? And well, go and you go tell John that the blind are receiving sight, the lame are walking, and that the lepers are being cleansed. And there's something this morning that I want to uh, uh, zero in on this thought of lame men walking, actually taking steps, using our feet. And obviously, I'm not just talking about natural steps because the, one thing's for sure, Jesus performed it in the, in the natural. It was meant for all of us in the spiritual, right? If he healed blind eyes, he wants us to have our eyes opened. If he caused lame men to walk, then he wants those that, that are tired, that are sitting to the side, that are not participating, to rise to their feet and take action, right? If he healed the leper, then he will heal every, every sick, not only physical sickness in our body, but he wants to set us free and make us whole again. Think about the leper's healing. It wasn't just the, the, the physical being set free of that disease, but it was, it was the ability to come back into society. It was the ability to bring self-worth back to a person. Like the healing physical things is just the beginning. And this morning, as we're thinking about stepping out, as we're thinking about taking steps in the right direction, I want you to, 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 to hear what I'm saying and interpret it into your situation in your life, whatever you're going through right now. Sound good? Now who's ready for this? Okay. Okay, we get in there. <laughs> this morning, I'm going to read a, a couple of verses from Psalm 37. Lord, breathe on your scriptures, I pray. It's a very famous psalm of David. Many um, verses of this scripture. Has anyone else lost their voice? You can't sing that last voice and still, that last song and still have a voice left. Psalm 37 is being, there's very famous lines. And this is, this is the psalm that, we, we, get the, we get the lines, trust in the Lord and do good. See that you will live steady in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. This is this famous 
psalm. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust in him and he will help you. But the verse that I want to pull out of this one is in verse 23. The Lord directs the steps. Say steps. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. Or your version might say the Lord, uh, the righteous, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Does yours say that? No one, everyone's flowing with me this morning. Good. You're quiet. You guys have all lost your voice from singing that song. It's good. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. That's beautiful. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Verse 34 now. So put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. You know, we're talking about walking this morning. We're talking about taking steps. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. I mean, that, that signifies everything that's promised to you, the land. And you will see the wicked destroyed. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. For he directs the steps of the godly. The steps. I had three words come to mind this week. I prepared, Actually, I think it was last week. I prepared this message last week. Because something just dropped in my spirit and I didn't know what it meant. And it was only until the latter, latter days of this week that I actually got a little bit of clarity on it. And three different steps I want to look at this morning. The steps of grace. The steps of faith. And the steps of power. Did you leave a bit of room, Belinda, in each one of those lines to write some notes? No. Okay. That's faith. Steps of grace, steps of faith, and steps of power. I want you all to be taking steps after this Sunday. I want you to go back to your lives, to your Monday to Saturday, and incorporate the stepping that God is going to bring revelation to this morning, to, to incorporate in your life the ability to take a step and another step. You imagine some of these lame men that were healed and their first steps that they were taken. I mean, I don't know if you've seen somebody, possibly you've seen some YouTube clips of somebody being restored, their ability to walk. I mean, it's pretty cool to watch. But that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that will happen to you this week as you go back into your week. Steps of grace is the first one I want to look at. Do we have the message version on that computer, Dan? I'm going to turn to Matthew chapter 11. Don't put it up yet. Uh, I'll read it in the, the New Living and then we'll flick to the, the message version. Matthew 11 chapter 28 talks about steps of grace. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, this is going to enlighten you. This is going to be revelation to your spirit. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 says this. Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you. Because I am humble and gentle at heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. We're talking about steps of grace here this morning. Let's read this in the message version. I'm going to read it from the screen if you've got it there, Dan. Not quite. You want me to just buy you some time and tell them a joke? That's what my dad always did. He'd pull out these jokes in the middle of the church. They were the worst things ever. He'd always give you the punchline at the start of the joke, and then you'd have to just, you know, sit there and go through the whole thing, even though he's giving you the... Anyway, here we go. Thanks, Dan. Jesus resumed talking to the people, but now tenderly. The Father has given me all these things to do and say. This is a unique father-son operation coming out of the Father and the Son's intimacy and knowledge. Is this the right? Have I given? Maybe the next one. Okay, I'll keep reading. No, no one knows the Son the way, to the, the way the Father does, nor the Father the way the Son does, but I am not keeping it to myself. I am ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Here we go. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Beautiful, isn't it? Walk with me, he says. And this is what he's saying to you this morning. You tired? Come to me. Walk with me. Work with me. There's a difference working with somebody than working for somebody. He's saying, come on, walk with me, like that was the original intention of man in the beginning anyway. Walk with me. Work with me. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Some of us are taking steps in our life. Some of us are walking down paths. But we don't realize that we need, what we are needing are steps of grace to be walking the paths with Jesus. If you know if you're walking the paths of grace, let me give you some evidence of somebody that knows they are walking the paths of grace. They are always have gratitude for what Christ has done for them. They are always saying thank you to Jesus for everything. Because they are, as they're walking through, they've walked paths before, but now they're walking a different path. Now they're taking steps of grace where he is putting his yoke, which is easy, and his burden, which is light, which feels different to our yokes and burdens that we've always carried. And that person that's walking with him, he's, they're like, man, God, you are so good to me. I am I feel like the most blessed person in the universe. You are amazing, God. This is evidence of somebody who's taking steps of grace in their life. So he's calling you to walk the steps of grace. 
is also calling you to take steps of faith. I'm scattering seed this morning for a few different people. So I'm not sure exactly where you're at, but I believe there's something in here for everybody. Steps of grace. Second one is steps of faith. Are you taking steps of faith these days? Are you taking steps where you're unsure of the outcome? I can't help but get out of my mind that, that picture that Indiana Jones, he, takes that, he has to throw some dust on it, he takes a step of faith. I hate that picture of mine, I don't even like the movie, but it just comes to me every time I think of the term taking a step of faith. Are we taking steps of faith these days? Because the faith walk is the Jesus walk. If you want to be walking with Christ, there better be some faith steps in your life still. There better be still some times in our lives where we're like, I'm not sure of the outcome here, but I'm just going to go for it. I'm not sure if where I step is going to be the, the, the right place, if there's going to be a magic bridge that appears when I take that first step, but I've just got to go for it. If, we are a Christian, if you are a Christian in this place, that you have been called to a walk of faith. The walk of faith. The life of faith. It's not like, oh, you, t- you just have faith to receive Jesus and that's the end of your faith. That's the beginning of your faith walk. And I'm putting the call out to all of us today. Are we taking steps of faith in our Christianity still? Have we lost our sense of uh, feelings and emotions of, of knowing that God is right next to us. Can we, can we tell that God is still next to us? Sometimes we go through seasons in our life where we feel like we're so far from God, or rather that God is so far from us. You, you, you used to steps of grace, but they're just not cutting it at the moment. Well, the call of God to you this morning is to take some steps of faith. Faith believing that even though you can't sense him with your senses and your emotions and your feelings, that you're still willing to take steps knowing that he's with you still. Knowing that he's still there. When everything seems to be hard, that's when steps of faith come in. You know, we can't just always live under steps of grace with no faith. We sometimes we're going to take steps of well, we're going to be continually walking in grace, but there comes a time where the feeling of walking in grace doesn't cut it anymore. That's when the feeling of stepping out in faith kicks in. I don't know where you're at this morning, but let me encourage you: if you haven't taken a step of faith in a while, go for it. You were born for it. You'll find that as you do that, this this sense of this sense of this is what I was made for. This is the kind of uh, this relationship with Christ where I'm taking steps of faith, it's exhilarating. It's, it's, it's bringing life to me again. Maybe there's a key for you this morning. So steps of grace, steps of faith. The third one is steps of power. And I didn't really know what this meant. Again, all these three thoughts just dropped into my mind last week. I was like, what is this, God? What is this? I started to dwell on these steps of power. I'm not, not sure if these different steps are in a sequence or not, but um, there's something exciting about this final step, this final type of step, the step of power. There's something about this that is like 
uh, I don't know, maybe it is in a bit of a sequence here. Maybe we do learn to walk by grace. Maybe then we learn what faith is all about. And, but maybe then there's another level that we get to where every step that we take is actually taking ground. Every step that we take is filled with power like it was like our destiny to what we were created for, our purpose. We're walking in that purpose, perhaps. Steps of power. This is, a, this is an awesome place to be in. This is an awesome path to be walking. This is the place where you see miracles. This is the place where you see manifestations of God in your life. This is the place where amazing things happen. This is the place where our steps become intentional. You know, we're not just wandering via the streams of Psalm 23 walking with the Lord, that's, that's steps of grace. We're not just stepping out in faith because we can't feel him anymore. But now this, this third type of step is like he has spoken to you and you know what he has said and you are called to take a step in that direction. I think of King David. King David was a classic. So this is the time when the kingdom was being built. It was expanding. No other king had expanded the kingdom like King David had. And and he followed the Lord down to the T often. Now, his life was filled with violence. His life was filled with wars, conquering. This was the time when, um, when, when the kingdom was conquering different lands. And David would often, pretty much every, maybe not quite every time, he would inquire of the Lord, if he should go up against this certain nation, if he should go to battle. Lord, he would inquire, he would, is this your plan for us? And he would hear the word of the Lord say yes. Often, sometimes it said no, but often it was yes, and that was seemed to be what he was waiting for, that he could now take steps with power. Do you hear what I'm saying? Often he would go further And he would find the detail of how God would like him to go about the battle. That would be nice sometimes, wouldn't it? So it's not just like stepping out in faith, like, okay, God's told us to fight, okay, that's the step of faith, you're not sure what's going to happen. But sometimes God would reveal to him the strategy. Okay, you're going to wait around that hill until you hear the poplar trees start to make their rustling noise in the breeze, and that's the time you're going to go. And so you think of somebody that has heard that clearly from, from God, they're like, yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to, to step out into this time of power. It's a path of power. And there are times in our life, and I think that we all should try to get to this stage in life where we know our purpose where we know what God has asked us to do, possibly even he's given you strategy on how to do it. When you are in that place and when you are walking on that path, you'll see miracles. You'll see doorways opening up for you. You'll see job offers coming your way when like, you don't know how it was going to happen, but you know you're walking with God and his intentions for your life. Amazing things happen. Good? Anyone else need a drink? You right, Wayne? Mm. You want to let it go? That's all right. I got my voice back. 
<clears throat> I heard this week, I haven't caught up with her yet, I haven't seen my mother-in-law since her and Steve came back, um, but I heard this week that she was invited by a relative of hers, a, a cousin, to go, no, sorry, by an aunt um, who was inquiring, what, um, what's, what's this belief, what's this peace that you guys always seem to have? And she grabbed her cousin and she went up, her unsafe cousin, and she went for a drive to the Highlands to catch up with this auntie who was asking the question. There was another cousin staying there at the time, so the four of them were together. And Chrissy um, spent, spent the day with them, I believe, or maybe two, and a couple of days just um, sharing the love of Jesus with them and left that place with them all receiving Christ into their heart. Let me tell you, that, that's steps of power. That's somebody going with, with an intention, with reason. You know, I mean, maybe she, I don't know if she even wanted to go and see these relatives, but because the invitation was there, she was going with purpose and intention in her steps. Now, when she does that, there's a power there. there, there, there you're going to see signs and wonders. You're not just fluffing around, maybe this will happen, maybe that will happen. God will back you each time. So good. I believe this is the, the, the steps that our church is beginning to take and will be taking in the next seasons in front of us. That uh, we've understood the grace of God. We will never stop thanking God and, and, and walking with, in, in grace steps. We will continue to push ourselves to, to, into the unknown of the next season, it's taking faith steps. But I believe that there's going to be some steps, and we've started to already, in, but as you look at the history in our church, this is our time when we actually uh, walk with intention and where we walk with, um, with discipline and where we walk with focus, and we're going to see the power of God. We're going to actually enter into a new season. I believe some of us already have, and the church in some ways already has. Start to, start to walk in this time where just things that we'd only ever dreamed of in the past, they're happening now. Things and outcomes and, and, and a relationship with the community that we would have only ever dared to dream of before, we're going to start to see that because God's calling us now to not just walk in grace and faith, but actually take steps of power and, and authority and, and with intention for the sake of the kingdom. Sound good, Max? So it's our time. I'm going to conclude with these thoughts. <clears throat> momentum. Say momentum. It's a cool word to say. You'll hear this, this around sort of motivational sort of speaking all the time. Momentum. It's a cool word. It's a cool thought. Let me tell you the greatest thing about momentum. When something has momentum, it can easily be steered. When something of weight or size has no momentum, you can't move that thing. But when there is momentum, that's all right, Vanna, no one noticed. You can pick it up. That's fine. Sorry, I've got to stop doing that. People don't come back to church when you do that. Momentum. I lost it there for a moment. <laughs> Very good. God is not looking for the smartest person, most educated person. 
He's not looking for the person with the most influence, the most authority. He's not looking for any kind of person in particular, but somebody who is moving. Somebody who is not still, but they are moving. It's like he is attracted to action. If there's some sort of forward moving in your life, stepping out in faith, man, he, he sniffs it a mile away. He's attracted, and I, I believe Jesus did that. He came when he walked the earth. He, he, was, he wasn't looking for the biggest and the best and the greatest, and those were the most accomplishments. He looked for those that were going to be willing to take steps and to move, and then he just comes on in. Yeah, there's someone moving. Get him every time. He'll never leave you, never leave you hanging on a limb if you've taken a step of faith to get there. There's an example, and this is, this is honestly my clothes, <laughs> even though I said the last one was. Actually, it's almost my clothes. <clears throat> That's a Pentecostal preacher. There's a story in uh, 2 Kings, I think it's chapter 7. Very cool story. This was a time when um, God's people were in the city, and they were stuck in there, and there was drought, and there was famine. On the outside of the city were the Armenians, who their tactic was to keep God's people in the city until they all starved and died, so there was no more food left. The Armenians out in their camp had abundance of supplies. They had supplies continually delivered to them, brought to them. They could last there for years. God's people were no way going to last for years. They were starting to fret. This is the time of Elisha the prophet. And um, they're seeking God. They don't know what to do. But there's four lepers. The story, story takes a little bit of a detour and follows this story of four lepers, Jewish people, people inside the city, that would sit at the gate, one of the gates of the city, and, and beg. And that's what they'd always done since, since they uh, were lame. And they were, there were four of them there. But they had noticed over time that the donations people were giving them as people were walking past were becoming fewer and fewer because people had no supply themselves. So they're getting hungrier and hungrier. They're becoming more, more and more desperate. And there's this one day they turn to each other and they say, listen, we're going to die here anyway. Why don't we get up? Let's go to the camp of the Armenians. Perhaps they won't kill us. And at least there's food around there. Hallelujah. If they do kill us, honestly, we're going to die here anyway. Let's just give it a go. You heard this story before? This is a cool story. These four lepers, sorry, they're not lame. I didn't, I didn't mean that they couldn't walk. They were lepers. Um, that's probably why they're on the outside, outskirts of the town because they weren't allowed in. I don't know. But anyway, I'm just, the story's coming back to me as I'm telling it. So they get up, they decide, okay, we're going to die anyway. Let's go, let's go to, the, to the enemy camp and just see what happens. So they get up and they start walking. They take steps. They get up from their sitting position, their begging position, their victim position, 
and they start taking some steps. Do you know what happens? God amplifies the sound of their steps on the road as they're walking towards this valley where the Armenians are. By the time they get there, God has literally amplified, turned up the volume to 12, David, on the Marshall stack. He's turned it right up so that they don't hear the sound of four lepers walking. They hear the sound of chariots. They hear the sound of horses. They think that, that the Israelites had have hired the Hittites and the Egyptians to come and fight for them. There were four lepers making the sound of four people, yet God miraculously turns their steps into the sounds of horses and chariots and Hittites and Egyptians until the Armenians are completely freaked out They take off thinking they're about to get annihilated. And these four lepers come over the ridge and find an empty camp with tents filled with food and wine. That's what it says. Too good. They they were just like, oh my goodness. All of our heavens have come at once. They start pegging out. They finish that tent, they go into the next tent and the supplies are even better. They're going for it, they're getting drunk, they're just having a huge party. Lepers that have been outcast for years, all of a sudden have this whole camp to themselves with supplies to no end. Until they come to the conclusion like, this is too good just for us for We should actually go back and tell everybody else just in case God sees us as being greedy and he just turns the whole story around. So they do. They go back and they tell everyone. They come and plunder the camp and they got everything again. Four lepers create a move of God by taking some steps. That's a cool story to finish on, isn't it? Come on, this is... Let me encourage you to be people that are willing to take steps. Too many Christians don't step anymore. And the longer you've been a Christian, chances are you're sitting in your spot and haven't taken a step for so long. You've forgotten what it is to understand the grace of God and walk with Jesus overwhelmed by what he has done for you and he's doing every moment of every day. You've forgotten the grace of God. Some of you have never experienced the grace of God. You've got to open your heart to the grace of God. Some of us aren't taking steps of faith anymore. Some of us are only taking a step if we know what the outcome's going to be. We've just had too many hard days. We've had too many hard lessons. We're not going to step out in faith anymore. And we become retired, not in the natural sense, but in our spirit, we retire. We don't take steps anymore. And the sad thing is that we miss out on the life of having steps of power. But we see what God wants to do around us and we are confident and we walk with intention and purpose. And we see three family members saved this week. We see amazing things happen all around us. Just give some movement for God to use give the sound of four lepers walking to God he can do amazing things with that 
He can, he, can, he can change the world with that. Come on, just give him something to work with. How does this actually practically happen in your life? Keep making choices. Keep making steps in the right direction. You might have goals, you might have dreams, and they're big and they're out there. Take some, some steps in that direction. Stop procrastinating. Stop thinking it's too far. You've had this dream for so many years and it's, you know, it hasn't come to pass yet. Maybe, maybe it's never meant to be. Maybe it could have if I had done this and done that differently. Take some steps this week in the direction you want your life to go. Take some steps. Ask the questions that you should be asking. Ask your boss a question. Ask him for a raise. Ask him for, hey, I was thinking we could do that. I don't know. Just, just don't just sit there and be like a leper at the city gate, a victim. But like get to your feet and let's take some steps. We want to do it as a church together, as a whole. Did I say something wrong then? We want to do it as a church, as a whole, and we are. But honestly, the church as a whole is individuals. That's all we are. We're a group of individuals. So let's all be people willing to step out. In fact, make some good decisions this week. Make some choices. You have some, you'll, you'll be faced with the choice every single day. Do I sit? Do nothing? Not the physical. You understand what I'm saying? Do I just sit and stay the same or do I take a step? A baby step. Just the thing about steps is it's not one step gets you to your destination. If you are, you, your, your walks are way too short. Like it takes a lot of steps. But just take a step. Get started and then take another step. Ella's got a little step counter thing on her watch. It's amazing how many steps you take. God's got, oh, oh wow. Thanks, Andrew. Phil, Yvette, you guys were doing a step challenge last. How many steps did you ha have to get in a day? 10,000 steps in a day. 10,000 steps. In a day. Yeah, you start walking like But that's fine. Honestly, God can work with that. He can work with little ones. I heard, um, I'm finished. I've closed my notes up. But Phil's just playing so nice. I heard um, a quote, who actually, you might not like him or not, this person, Denzel Washington, the actor. I just saw this quote. Anyone see this? I think my dad posted it on Facebook. I don't know if you see him. Anyway, I listened to this speech. It was a motivational speech. He was given to some young people that had just achieved an award and they were holding their award. He's given this motivational speech. Amazing communicator. And he says, um, let me see if I can get this right. He said, we all have dreams. And he, and he used this body language of dreams, like up here, dreams. Um, but if dreams ultimately will squash you, will kill you, they'll demotivate you. Dreams actually cannot be a good thing if they aren't worked towards. Do you, you know, I might get these words wrong, but try and just bear with me. And he, and he said, the, 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 how you get to your dream is having steps, and you referred to goals becoming the steps toward a dream. And no one gets to a goal 
without two things, discipline and motivation, discipline and one thing. <laughs> Can't remember. And he was, but he was motivating them to get to their dream. If you want to get to your dream, if you want to function in the life that you dream to have, It's always going to be out there, and it'll be the thing that discourages you if you don't get to it. It'll be the thing that brings guilt to you sometimes. It'll be the thing that that just shows you how far you didn't come. Unless we are taking steps, unless there are small goals along the way, that we are just walking toward that goal, then toward the next goal, then toward the next goal. You're not going to get to your dream this week just because you've made an intentional decision to change but you'll make an intentional decision to change and you'll start to take some steps this week. That's my goal for you this week. Why don't you stand to your feet? I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray that your legs are strengthened. I'm going to pray that as we come near to Him, we will start to carry His abilities. We'll carry His yoke and His burden, letting go of ours, freeing up the pressure that we've put on ourselves so that we can start to walk his walk of grace. I'm going to pray for you this morning that as you're faced with the challenge to step out in faith or not this week, that you'd have the goods to take the step, that you wouldn't retreat, you wouldn't retire, but you will be challenged enough. My voice is going to come flooding back into your mind this week, right at that moment, and you're going to go, yeah, I'm going to take this step of faith. Not sure of the outcome, but I'm going to do it because I want to live and walk on the path of power and I want to see miracles in and around my life. I want to see the hand of God right through me. I want to, I want to walk and live a life with this God that, that amplifies my little bit of effort and movement and momentum and can actually change my world. Lord, I pray for every single one of us here this morning, wherever people are at, we draw near to you and you restore our strength. You cause the lame to walk. You cause the lame to walk. We move forward this week in the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Flood our life this week, Holy Spirit. You are more than welcome to come on into our environment and change everything. You are more than welcome to fill my heart, to fill my mind and my spirit this week. I want to walk with you. I want to walk the life you have for me and the path that you have in front of me. Be a light to it, Lord. I want to read your scriptures this week that you would light up the path for me to step on. Empower us all this morning, Holy Spirit, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I've asked Phil to lead us in this last song. It's called, O Come to the Altar. I'm going to release the meeting, but I want to, uh, I didn't know what it was about. I just sensed that God wanted to touch some people. People were going to come really with heavy hearts this morning and they needed to be set free and I'm going to invite you to come to the altar if that's you everyone else is going to head on out and grab a cup of coffee but if you just want to stay in the anointing and the presence of God here and bring your trouble to him this morning he's going to touch you and set you free from that amen have a great week Phil and Jordan just going to sing
And uh, we'll all see you out there in about 15 minutes. But there's some people that need to get touched by God this morning. Have a great week. you this morning. Honestly, the, your first challenge is right here. You just got to take a first step. Fitting, really, isn't it? Come on, if that's you this morning, you're singing these words. It's God's calling you to come and take a step toward Him, and He'll come running towards you.